Today's episode is brought to you by Global Specialized Safety Incorporated. You can find them at globalssinc.com. That's globalssinc.com for all of your safety needs. Safe by choice, not by chance. Global Specialized Safety is veteran-owned and operated. Operation Tango Romeo, we are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making help for PTS injuries easily accessible with a vision of a world where the path to recovery is clear. I am your OPSO, Mark Meinke, and this is Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast. Three, two, one, cue music. a special episode of Tango Romeo today, the old school way that I did for the first uh, few episodes. Today on the show, we have live, I'm so pleased, Mr. Terry Kelly, the musician, the man, the myth, the legend who wrote and performed A Pittance of Time. Terry, thank you so much for being here. Pleasure to be here, Mark. Nice to be here. I got to tell you, brother, when uh, I f- was first... It was first brought to me at Pittance in Time. It went like wildfire through the veteran community. And uh, somebody sent me, said, you got to watch this uh, video once it hit YouTube. <laughs> and I swear, I, I cried the first time. I tried the second time. And uh, uh, I watched it probably on loop 10 times in a row and choked me up every time. And I was like, I got to keep watching this until I don't choke up. And it, that didn't, didn't really happen. I still choke up every time. So... What you wrote there was incredibly powerful. Now, that moment that inspired it all, um, uh, can you relive that for us a little bit? So um, my wife, Anne, and I were on our way to the Cenotaph uh, that particular day. It was on November 11th, and she had just uh, had a knee operation. So we said, well, maybe we should pick up some support, you know, I don't know, something to lean on. Uh, because we had a, a bit of a hike to get to the cenotaph. So we were going to stop at a drugstore and pick it up and didn't realize there was going to be traffic, and then we got delayed. And by the time we get to the store, you know, it's like 5 to 11. I'm thinking, okay, we aren't going to make it. So to our delight, the um, the uh, drugstore manager, about a minute to 11, said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, join uh, my staff and me for two minutes of silence in honor of our veterans and our peacemakers. And uh, so I said, that's pretty cool, you know, stopping the flow of commerce in a big joint like this. So um, anyway, 11 o'clock came, the place went dead quiet, Mark, uh, all except one man who had picked something up, and I don't, to this day, I don't know what it was. And uh, he was talking to the young clerk. Uh, he was very loud, and she lowered her voice to try and inspire him. But he said, I, I want that one over there. I guess he's pointing at something. And anyway, but, you know, 19 seconds go by. Put my finger to my lips. I go, shh. Uh, it didn't seem to impress him much. Didn't really stop him. But he did leave the store uh, before the two minutes were up. And as, was, as he was going out the door, I heard a little girl say, Daddy, that was embarrassing. You were supposed to be quiet during that time. And I thought, 
you know, from the mouths of babes, right? Uh, and 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 when I when I, I I play this tune every time I present in a school, Mark, uh, it doesn't have to be around Remembrance Day, because I use it to to talk about and illustrate what a hero is. So I say, you know, all heroes, some heroes save lives, uh, some heroes do some pretty amazing things. I said, but heroes start when you're four or five years old, and when you start doing kind and thoughtful things for other people. And so so you guys, every one of you, is a hero if you choose to be. And so then I talk about all the visuals in the video, you know, how there, there were people who saved us from our freedom many years ago, then people like you, Mark, who've gone over to other places in the world, like Afghanistan, to make it safe for uh, kids to go to school in different places in the world, make it safe for their moms and dads. I said, they're all heroes. I said, the heroes of the families, you know, the families who are left behind, the moms and dads and the brothers and sisters and, and, and the kids said they are all heroes because it's very difficult when, when they're, when they're, when they're, when they're, when the other servicemen and women go away. And I said, but today I want you to look at this little girl and see how she is a hero because it takes courage for her to attempt to teach an adult about respect. So it's kind of turned into a, a little lesson, you know, and about about what a hero is. And what a, a role reversal for that, too. I mean, in, in that moment, she was the adult, and yeah. the adult was the child. And exactly. Just just such a weird flip. Now, did you get right home after this and, and start writing the lyrics, or when did you decide, yep, this is going to be a song? Oh, no. So so I'm going on about, you know, so I can't believe that guy did that. And I'm <laughs> going on about it. My, Finally, my wife says, Terry, you're a storyteller. You're a songwriter. Just stop talking. Write a song or something, will you? So, so are you? Uh, so you're you're married, Mark? I am. So do you do everything your wife tells you to do? Well, <laughs> when I'm smart, when I'm dumb, I don't. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so anyway, so I so I anyway, I, that that's where that song came. So I finally sat down, and I started writing it. And as it turned out. That piece of music was actually going to be a Christmas song. I was working on a Christmas song at the time. And uh, so I took the, I'm not sure why I took that piece of music and just started working with it. I I think, I think I'd been playing it and I kind of liked it. Um, And you don't always, you know, you're not always crazy with something you start with. Start and stop. It's like any piece of art. So uh, anyway, I took that song and I, I did that. And then the other piece that happened was, you know, a lot of songs that I'd written before that was, you know, Baby, Baby, Don't Leave Me, or, you know, you're writing songs about love and this and that. And that was the first song that I had to do research on. So I had to make sure that when I sang that song, when it was finished, it actually spoke to the people who were in it, so the families, you know, the veterans, the older guys and girls, ladies, the younger people, uh, you know, cadets, everything. I had to make sure that everyone, when they heard this song, they'd say, "Yeah, he's talking about me." So that was a that was a that was another really beautiful thing that came from this, uh, is that I, I I realized that she was, I and since that time I've written a number of songs, uh, having to do research. Now ultimately, it comes down to my emotions and the way I feel about things, but it's a great advantage to have to dig up you know, information and, and, and actually learn something about a, a piece of music 
that's going to going to that's going to take life, uh, and then it's infinite. You know, it's endless. I can write a song about anything now, so it doesn't have to be about baby, baby, don't leave me, right? <laughs> So, uh, so how did you yeah. go about the research? Like, what sort of research did you do for a pittance of time? Well, I uh, so I so I knew some, um, you know, servicemen and women. Asked them their opinion, uh, what would be important to be in there. Uh, then it was a just talked to, to uh, cadets. How do they want to be portrayed? Uh, how how do, how do the older veterans want to be portrayed? How do families feel about? Um, you know, when they're when they're when the different family members went away to serve, uh, spoke with Veterans Affairs, talked about talked to some uh, you know commanders and Army, Air Force, Navy, just kind of. No, so I did a little, uh, uh, wrote a verse in the chorus, uh, and to see if the chorus was generic enough to cover everyone, and uh, and uh, and the first verse is somewhat generic as well, but it, so it spoke to everyone. In, in a kind of a general sense. And then I got a little more specific as it went along. And I think, um, uh, I think one of the lines, for instance, was uh, something, something about when cadets become vets. And someone said, well, all cadets don't become vets because all cadets aren't necessarily going to serve. They, they, they'll take advantage of being cadets and then that's it. So a little thing like that, someone said, you know, why don't you just say when well, our young become vets? So I just took out cadets there and put young in, and we still had we still had cadets in the visuals, but we just referred to young. So a simple thing like that made a difference to um, someone who was saying, you know, for you know, because yeah, about the cadets not being there necessarily. Well, I'd say that was uh, a wise, wise bit of advice that was given to you. Now, were you surprised by how it took off once you made the video? Well, absolutely, because we the song was out for about three years before the video, and we we were just kind of scratching our heads to say, why doesn't anybody even want to hear this? We we played, oh yeah, that's nice. And even though the lyrics were there, right? The lyrics were there. We wrote them specifically for you know to try and include everybody. It just never grabbed on. You know, the song's about four or five minutes. I think it's almost five minutes long. So it could have been because it was so long. Um, and typically, you know, when songs get airplay, when without visuals, say back in the old days when there weren't a lot of videos being played or, or there might've been much music or MTV or CMT or whatever, um, just in times before the video channels, you know, a song had, it was typically played, you know, a couple of dozen times before it grabbed someone's interest or unless it was a really special song. Uh, it took it took took a while, you know, on the old top thirty or top forty to get people to tune in and 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 like a song. So, um, but the visuals as soon as the video came out, bang! The first year it went viral. And the other thing too was that that really surprised us on the good side. Uh, well, two things: one, it covered every demographic. I mean, I play that video in elementary schools. You've got kindergarten kids who stop. Something about it captivates them. And so the gymnasium goes quiet. And then even in high schools and junior high, I wondered now, what's going to happen here? Same thing. And then people, have, uh, a lot of churches have played it uh, on their, you know, the pre-Remembrance Day ch- church service. Um, a, 
corporations have played it in their in their meeting rooms uh, uh, leading up to Remembrance Day. So it's been it, so it's covered every, every every demographic from kids to to seniors. And the second piece that happened was um, we were selling you know when when uh, DVDs were still uh, vogue. Uh, we were selling, you know, uh, we were selling all sorts of, we had a package, like a, a DVD uh, with the song, that, uh, a track without my vocal so people could sing it themselves or school kids would do it. We had a mini documentary that was uh, produced by the Canadian Army. Uh, and we had, we had in French, it, it, there's a French version as well. So this DVD had everything. Anyway, so we had all these Americans buying the video as is. And so uh, I was talking to an American vet one time, and I said, why are you guys buying this with all the you know, Canadian uniforms, Canadian flags? And I got the most wonderful answer. It said, we're all vets. We all serve for freedom. So he said, in this case, it doesn't, didn't matter about the flag. Now, I did do, I went to New York once and, and did a big conference, and we, um, we actually built in a couple, we put a, American flag in a couple of spots, but it was still, but it still had the Canadian uniforms as well. So it kind of even had a better impact that way because it was like allies working together, right? And we did the same. I went to New Zealand, did it. Uh, so we did it a number of ways like that, and just put some local uh, images in the video, but left the as it was still a Canadian video. Outside of Canada, where has it had the biggest impact? Where has it uh, caught fire the most? U.S. Uh, Australia was big and New Zealand, but the U.S. We sold more videos in the U.S. than anywhere. That's incredible. Fascinating, yeah. And uh, how many, like, how many places in the U.S. would you say you've performed that song? Um, only two or three. I, I, I didn't, I did because there was a lot, there were a lot of people wanted me to come down and perform it. But they never had the budgets to bring me in, so yeah, so go. I could have been I could have been in every state, you know. But uh, anyway, we ju- I just did it in a few places. But but it it got a lot of traction, you know. A lot of talk radio stations down in the U.S. Uh, were interested in it, so it was, it was pretty. So it got a lot of penetration that way, you know. How much of an impact did uh, Pittance of Time make on the rest of your work? Well, it opened it opened the world to me. You know, I, I was I. I was beginning to get some airplay with different bits of music and, you know, spots in the world. But this, this, this actually opened, it really opened the world. I had people writing to our, you know, uh, letters and getting e- emails from all around the world, from, as you know, New Zealand, England, you know, UK, uh, even from, you know, pl- a few places like uh, Spain and a few other places like that as well. But, and then the U.S. as it, you know, just, Floods of stuff, and then lots of Canadian response as well. You know. Well, I tell you, the the piece has just been so impactful to so many people. I imagine you've been getting a lot of letters uh, of people just saying what that piece means to them. Yeah, quite quite a few, and and you know, we get stories about uh, you know, I'm married. Well, stories about uh, um, from fathers and moms and. Of, of uh, even the, some of the Vietnam uh, people who died, and, you know, they'd go to the wall and and they'd they'd, uh, they'd bring along, you know, their little, back then it was kind of the I, I 
what was it, the iPod, and they'd play the tune. You know, all kinds of stories where people would do really interesting and amazing things. And, uh, and, and, and then and every year, people share it. It just goes viral pretty much every year uh, again, right? It's, it's, it's kind of like has a Christmas song uh, thing about it where it just keeps coming up every year. So we're pretty honored by that as well, you know. Well, just the um, the way that the melody goes, it really strikes home. There, there's a pile of people from the East Coast that end up joining the military, uh, right? All across the Maritimes in Newfoundland, and um, and it has that East Coast sort of twang to it, which um, yeah. all of us really relate to. I, I think more so in the combat arms trades because we're just jam packed full of uh, newfies and Maritimers and. And so we all have a connection to that part of our culture. Yeah. And, you know, and I suppose too, you know, you know, Canada is a country of, uh, of uh, a lot of different backgrounds and, you know, with some of those instruments, you know, the accordion and the, and the fiddle and the whistles and, and that type of thing sort of gets at the, gets into the old DNA of a lot of people too, you know, from different places in the world, I suppose. Have you had any big names in music cover that song? Uh, I have not. I've had lots of uh, international military bands play. We have a we. It's been, there's a score been written for um, for the song for some military bands can play. So a lot, quite a few of those. Australia, uh, the Americans. Uh, yeah, we we shared. Yeah, so uh, the, the Staticona. Uh, band in the static color band someone wrote the uh, score and we've shared it all around the world in different places so that that's the closest it's come to having someone internationally do it oh that's fantastic but, uh, do i have your permission to uh, uh to put the audio of it on the on the back end of this uh, episode that's what it's for <laughs> right, no, that's what i'll do there's then. no there's no restriction to where it's played or by whom you know that uh you know we always ask um when schools get it and, you know, schools play it and so on. We usually, it's up on YouTube, but it's not a real, on YouTube it's not a really clear version of it. So we always ask people to, you know, give, give it credit and, uh, and play it and share it around. Well, you're going to have to, uh, do you have an MP3 version of it you can send me? I do. I'll fire it off to you. Yeah, 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 that's perfect. Then I'll use the MP3 version. It would uh, be perfect for the format that I use here. I'll even send you the backing track so you can sing it. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> well, actually, I, I do sing and, and I do play. Uh, neither of them very well, but <laughs> I'll, I'll, hey, that would be cool. Why you, yeah, so I'll send you both. All right. So you're, and then you could, yeah. Wouldn't that be neat if you if you sing? So I can say. Uh, uh, well, I, I'll tell you one thing that has happened a lot. We've had dozens and dozens of school kids sing it uh, uh, during the Remembrance Day ceremonies. So that's happened lots and lots. Well, Terry, I'm going to have to send you one of my songs that I've written. Uh, I wrote a super dark song, um, a veteran-related song, super dark, and I, I never have got it over the finish line. So I'll send you what I got and see, see if you think it's worth recording. Okay, fire. So have you finished all the lyrics? Uh, most of it. I, I hit a little bit of a wall, but um, it's pretty good uh, the, the way it is. But yeah. it's, uh, it's called Untainted Eyes, and the idea of it is how most people 
they, they don't know what they don't know. Their, their eyes have not been tainted by oh, the stain yeah. of war. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and to be grateful for their untainted eyes. And, and what it is that taints those eyes and, and taints for, for the rest of your life, what you've seen. Right. Oh, I like, I like that idea. Yeah, fire that off. I'd love to hear it. Sure. Well, and see. I'll, I'll bang it out. <laughs> I'll record it yeah. in my little studio here and, and send it off to you. Cool. Excellent. Um, so what are you doing this Remembrance Day coming up? I'm going to be doing uh, 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 virtual stuff so far. Uh, so I just finished as honorary colonel at 14 Wing Greenwood. I did five years there. And uh, so they're still kind of limited to down here in outdoor stuff. You know, they're, they're still, um, they're opening things up, but they're still, they're, everybody's kind of cautious with plans because uh, they're, they're, they've been canceled. Yeah. So this year, I might be just going to a cenotaph as, a, as an observer. Uh, but I've already, you know, I'm doing, uh, but I've been putting things up on the internet and that kind of stuff uh, leading up to it. And next year, we're going to. Um, we've got a, a, a. We're making a temp. Well, we're making a ten about a ten minute video of uh, of a of a full ceremony for Remembrance Day. <clears throat> so we'll have taps and last posts. Uh, a veteran speaking. Uh, we'll have laying of the wreath. Look, all the protocols will be followed. The whole all the protocols will be followed, and um, so then. We're going to have it as a downloadable piece, so um, um, it won't be too long. It'll be just enough to, so people can do the thing, and we'll uh, have it for seniors' homes, schools, uh, and anybody who wants to use it that way. So the whole the whole ceremony will be on one little you know ten minute piece, and it will have it so people can stop and insert their own personal thing if they want. So they pause, and they might have someone of their own uh, speak or whatever. So we'll design it that way so it can be um, used by everybody. So our goal at Operation of Pittance of Time, which you and I talked about off air, um, um, is, is, is a project that we have. And the goal is to have the whole country stop. And this is a five-year plan. We're, in, we're going into year two now. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. And, I mean, they've done that in, uh, in Israel. They've done that in memory of the... Uh, Seven-day war, uh, where the whole country stopped, and uh, I just read something somewhere where in China, uh, I was thinking of 2007, there was a, a massive earthquake, and um, they had the whole country stop. Now, I guess they were able to tell people to stop over there, <clears throat> so the whole, the whole, you know, everybody stopped. Cars had to pull over; they just had to stop. So we're, we're and, and as you and I spoke about earlier, we're, we're looking to inspire people to see, to feel it in their hearts and to feel it, you know, from an intellectual perspective, but also in their hearts and stop and say, why am I, you know, here's why I'm grateful to be a Canadian. Uh, um, what does freedom mean to me in Canada? And so have people take ownership of that. And we all, and the other thing is that you don't have to go to a cenotaph. You don't have to take two minutes you can if you want but if you can only afford 15 minutes 15 seconds fine but please stop and 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 give gratitude give thanks what do you have to say terry about uh, the people and i hear this again and again and just saw it uh, on a comment just yesterday what do you say to the people who 
conflate the idea of Remembrance Day with glorification of war. Yeah, that's that's funny how they, well, you know, what people miss, I think, is really about peace. Is I mean, it's 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 the, it's the fact that uh, I I guess what people miss is that if not uh, for our servicemen and women, then we might be under a different rule right now. <laughs> so it's really about peace. It's about it's about keeping our freedom and our peace. Or, sorry, keeping peace and also keep our freedom. Um, so that that be the simple message for me. If people, you know, people think. Uh, you know, Remembrance Day is about war. Well, no, it's, it just happened to be a war, uh, uh, and 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 without the service of those men and women, then it might not be so peaceful, and we certainly wouldn't be free. I think Especially, most, most people, Terry, yeah. they can't imagine a bad guy kicking open their door and killing their family. And for most of the world, though, they can imagine that because if it hasn't happened to them, it's happened to their neighbors. So they, they understand the necessity of rough men dressing up and, and fighting. And uh, most people, they just can't ever see that as, as a possibility. So they, they, they can't relate to it. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, and, and the, the fact is that most people in a lot of situations, until it affects, affects them personally, people don't get it, whatever it is. You know, until it somehow, you know, enters into their privacy or their lives or affects you know, someone in, in a family or whatever. I mean, everything from drunk driving to uh, to, uh, to to abuse to whatever. Until it comes home, uh, people just don't get it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I, 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 yeah, unless unless there's a way, and that I mean, who knows how this is all going to work? Somehow, you can get people to say that that's what we're saying. It, that, you know, what does freedom mean to you? Um, you know. Can, do you, do you, how can you appreciate being a Canadian? You know, is there, what, what's, look around you, look around you. What, what are you able to do that maybe some people aren't able to do? And even though you don't live in it, if you just look around and, and read a little bit, you can see that other people don't have what we have. So the goal is to try and have people embrace it and feel it in their hearts and, and recognize it intellectually first, I guess. Well, you're speaking my language, Terry, and, I'm a strong believer, and I've been pushing lately, especially with the state of the of the union at the moment, for people to respect their freedoms and be grateful for their freedoms because they came at one hell of a high price. Indeed, yeah, and um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's and you know, you, you you and I talked about the uh, the, the, the the all of those of you who served in Afghanistan and the and the challenges that some people are having right now, uh, and. Uh, Hopefully, um, you know, there's a little bit, a little bit being done there, and maybe, uh, maybe it will be done to the degree it's supposed. To, it should be done before yeah. all said, before all said and done. That's true. And, ju- and just for clarification, I was never in Afghanistan. I was in uh, Croatia in uh, in '94 during the genocide. Oh well, so you served in it. <laughs> that 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 was just as in some ways not as big not as big in, in the news, but it was there, right? It was certainly there, big, and it was ignored. Big, big. It was it was ignored by the news for the most part. Yeah, and when it was well, covered, it was uh, sanitized, clean, like heavily, heavily sanitized. Covered up, yeah, yeah, it sure was. Yeah. All right. Yeah. T- well, that's so. You know, that's the other thing too, uh, is that uh, next year, if we if our 
and it looks like our operation of pittance of time is going to be uh we're going to ha- have a lot more um uh what's the word more, more more things to work with and one of the things that uh we're really going to be working on uh and veterans affairs has been kicking this around i think is to is to yes uh remember and commemorate first and second world war but all of the people who served from the korean on up and people went to places like Croatia where you were um, and to remember people who served in all those different capacities and conflicts and peacekeeping missions and the stuff that people don't, don't, don't know about because it hasn't been publicized or written about even in our history books for heaven's sake. No, that's true. And very, very few people know about Medek pocket, which happened a year before I got there. And it's, it, those, that's a story that should be on the lips and mind of every Canadian, but it isn't. And matter of fact, even within the veteran uh, community in active ser- serving, unless they're um, posted at Shiloh, so many have no idea about Medec Pocket. But, but it right. happened, and it's something there should be a movie about. Yeah, that's a yeah. There has been a movie about that, is there? No, there was it hasn't. one. Uh, uh, which which one was? Uh, so it was a good, uh, but, but that was a dance with the devil. No, it was a, there was one, uh, the one with, uh, General Dallaire. Yeah. Romeo Dallaire. That was, uh, yeah, his, that, that yeah, was, that was about Rwanda in, in Africa. Yeah. That, that, there, there was a movie done of that, I think. Yeah, that's right. And so there should be, and there, Hotel Rwanda. Hotel Rwanda yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there are others that should be, remember that way too. Well, Terry, thank you so much for being on the show today. And um, I, 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 would, I wouldn't be so presumptive as to speak on behalf of the veteran community, but on behalf of myself, for sure, uh, the work that you have done has just meant so much to so many and has touched so many hearts. And we are all so grateful for, um, for, for your work and your continued work within the veteran community to bring awareness and and support so thank you well thank you i, was, I always wanted to fly and uh, so someone thought that it wouldn't be a good die for a good idea for a blind guy to be at the hands at the controls of a, of a fighter jet so, so when i ended up and the way i ended up being honorary colonel was i went to afghanistan i was there for over with the uh, with general uh uh mercer general mercer <laughs> general hillier uh, and uh, so I went over with him, and uh, I met a, 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 a lieutenant colonel over there who then became a commander at Greenwood, and then he um, he invited me to be a honorary colonel at Greenwood. So I, I kind of get into the Air Force to the back door. But, uh, <laughs> okay, I, I got to tell you the story. So there was a. Do you have time for a quick one? Sure, go ahead, Terry. So. So there was a time, there was one day there was a, a, a mishap just after I became honorary colonel. Uh, and there was a, an Aurora had a problem and it kind of slid off a runway from, for some reason. So, so my office starts getting a call. So was Terry flying today? <laughs> anyway, there you go. Fantastic. Well, stay on the yeah. line, Terry. And uh, thanks again for being on the show. You're listening to Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast.
They fought and some died for their homeland They fought and some died, now it's our land Look at his little child, there's no fear in her eyes Could he not show respect for other dads who have died? Take two minutes, would you mind? It's a pittance of time For the boys and the girls who went over In peace may they rest May we never forget why they died It's a pittance of time God forgive me for wanting to strike him Give me strength so as not to be like him My heart pounds in my breast Fingers pressed to my lips My throat wants to bawl out My tongue barely resists But two minutes I will bide It's a pittance of time For the boys and the girls who went over In peace may they rest May we never forget why they died It's a pittance of time the heroes at home they have casualties battles and fears of their own there's a price to be paid if you go if you stay freedoms fought for and won in numerous ways take two minutes would you mind it's a pittance of time for the boys and the girls all over May we never forget Our young become vets At the end of the line It's a pittance of time It takes courage to fight In your own war it takes courage to fight someone else's war Our peacekeepers tell of their own living hell They bring hope to foreign lands that hate mongers can't kill Take two minutes, would you mind? It's a pittance of time For the boys and the girls who go over in peacetime our best Still don battle dress And lay their lives on the line It's a pittance of time In peace may they rest Lest we forget Why they died Take a pittance of time
everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Now, I've got a favor to ask you. And I know everybody asks for the same favor, but it's really, really important. If you can help, do your little bit by going to Apple Podcasts, leaving a rating and a comment. That would be awesome. Also, on your favorite podcast platform, whether that be Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, or whatever floats your boat and blows your hair back, please click follow. And if there's an option there for rating, please do so. And this is why. Every time you click like, leave a rating, leave a comment, what happens is that it makes it easier for other people to find this podcast. The help that you can't find doesn't help at all. So help other people find this so that they can help themselves. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, share, share like the sugar bear because sharing is caring.